I want to talk to you about Jace Medical. It is disturbing uh, that we do not make enough medicine here in our country. Um, And if something goes wrong, if we have a disruption at all in the supply chain, um, it could be extraordinarily dangerous. The Jace case from Jace Medical is a way to keep yourself prepared for the worst. It is a a pack of five different courses of antibiotics that you can use to treat a long list of bacterial illness. Things like UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, and a lot more. It is a great way to be ready for shortages and perfect for traveling. I want you to please check this out. I, I, next year, I'm going to be focusing on what we need to do to prepare ourselves spiritually, physically, temporally, all of it. Uh, and this is really one of the big things. The Jace case from Jace Medical. Uh, please check this out. And if you want to buy one of these, um, jacemedical.com. Use the promo code BEC10 and you'll save $10 off of your order. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. Jacemedical.com. Offer code BEC10. Do this. You will thank me for it later. head into the holiday season what is it that we have learned in 2022 before we flip the calendar maybe we should ask ourselves i'd love to hear from you what did you learn this year what was the most important thing that you learned and that can be through the news or or anything what is it that you learned that you think is going to be important in 2023 it has been a remarkable year. Remember, it's been only six months since Roe versus Wade was overturned. Six months. Doesn't it feel like it's been, I don't know, 10 years? Is it just me? It feels like that's at least a year ago. Or the invasion into the Ukraine. That was this year. And that seem like that's been going on for a long time. Or is it, maybe it's just me, but I'm having a hard time just keeping track on how long it seems like a decade happens every month almost a year every week we're going to get into this and also talk about the holidays if you're prepared for them or not coming up in 60 seconds um speaking about being prepared um for the holidays my pillow is here uh your kids you know they're eating you out of house at home things can get uh, really expensive I would suggest a, a garage sale and I mean put a tag on one of the ears of your kids I'm just saying I'm just saying you got more 
Anyway, um, one of the things that you want is, uh, well, I'm going to get Rafe a pair of my slippers. Um, oh, no, I've already got him, him a pair of my slippers last year when I received my slippers and then he just took them. And he calls them his slippers. I know they're my slippers because I got them. So this year, maybe I'll get a pair of my slippers, the new ones, and I'll break your fingers if you try to steal them again, Rafe. Anyway, MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty. And now during this season, they're extending their 60-day money-back guarantee. Uh, If you buy something before December 25th, your money-back guarantee is extended to March 1st, 2023. You're not going to need it. Uh, these are great, great slippers, and they're $49.98 a pair right now on sale. MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener squares at MyPillow.com and use the uh, promo code BECK, or you can call 800-966-3117. Not going to last long. Do it now. 800-966-3117. MyPillow.com. Promo code BECK. <sighs> Stu, what is the thing that you learned this year? We'll open up the phones, by the way, 888-727-BCK. What's a thing you learned that you think, wow, that's, that was an, that's important? Hmm. Um, I will, uh, sometimes, I mean, miracles happen. Miracles right. happen. You know, well, if this is, I don't, I didn't think you were going to talk about the lesson you learned, prostitutes carry disease. But miracles do happen. I mean, it could clear up. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> the antibiotics work. No, uh, I was going to say, what, what strikes me is that, uh, saying that is that uh, we talk a lot about stuff all the time. And I'm very certain about many things. Yeah. Lots of times I'm pessimistic on the future. Mm-hmm. I didn't never. Uh, I mean, I'm, uh, I think I don't, I don't expect good things to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an Eagles fan. I okay, expect okay. Right, okay, I get things it. are going get to it. turn I wrong. You're going to get an moment. ice ball to the head and your right. team is going to lose. Totally. Got it. Uh, I cannot believe that Roe versus Wade was overturned. To, yeah. this, to this moment, it's still the most, one of the most shocking things that has happened since we started talking about the news eight zillion years ago together. I, I, the entire time we were talking about that, I never bought that this would actually occur. And so I, it's still to me the biggest news story of the year of, I don't know how, I mean, we're talking about 63 million people that uh, that are not alive that should have been. So it's a pretty big one. I think maybe one of the biggest stories we've ever covered. Mm-hmm. And it it's, you know, it's weird how fast this happens. It goes from, oh, well, it's overturned to, well, how will it affect the midterms in like eight seconds? Like, yeah, I so I don't know that we actually really focused on it, but still a lot of work to be done on that one. But that, right. that that's shocking to me. That was a, a stunning moment. And I learned at times to maybe tamp down my, my pessimism. We talked on your show last night. Um, I don't know. Stu does something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, and we talked about the biggest story of the year. I didn't ask you what you thought the biggest story of the year was. No, I, that, I think that has to be it. That has to, to be me. It. That has to be it because we've, we've talked about this before in that. I think it would be a terrible, terrible show to be clear, a terrible, awful show. But if we came in here every day, we could morally justify only talking about abortion. 
morally, morally, it would be an awful show and no one would listen to it. Right. But morally, that choice would be justified mm-hmm. because of just the impact on the world. Uh, I mean, you know the number worldwide? We talk about 63 million in the United States. It's a big number. The number worldwide is a billion. A billion. A billion people that should be alive that are not. Well, it's a good thing because we don't have the space or the resources <laughs> for them, Stu. Oh, yes. I, I Look, I cheer for people, aye, aye. more people to be here, to be alive. I think it's a good thing. Uh, so I know I'm out on a limb these days. I tell you, the, the good news on abortion, um, I guess what I learned this year, the biggest learn, lesson I learned was um, you shouldn't be overwhelmed because we're only fighting one thing. Every time in the last 20 years, I'll see something. I'll be like, geez, how are we going to watch that one, too? This is on fire. That's on fire. This is on fire. They're doing this while they're doing this. And we felt overwhelmed. And that was their their key. And it, with abortion, you see what they're doing. I mean, the FBI is gloating. They're gloating the Justice Department about going after these activists. Um, and you see what... The hospitals are doing, trying to make sure that if you're a doctor, you have to do it. If you're a nurse, you have to do it. Um, You have the surgeries, the mutilation surgeries of our children now. And then Canada. Canada is now taking on all of it. They, They were, you know, compassionate for old people who are really sick and they have no chance of living. That went away. I mean, that's 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 so 2016. They are now. Um, allowing children, if they can ask for it, if they don't feel they have a future and a reason to live, they can ask their doctor for suicide drugs. Okay, it's it's insanity what's going on. But those are all really the same story. Directly related, directly related. What's happening? Yeah, it's a culture of death and destruction. It is a culture of absolute chaos. Who do you trust? Who is on your side? Who is standing up for life? Well, we know now that the system is so corrupted, it is evil. It is evil. You know, I told you at one point, if we're not careful, we will become the darkest nation ever to be on earth we will be we will make i've said this for 25 years we will make the nazis look like rookies gang remember i used to talk to you about we're on a highway and there's lots of exits but at some point we're going to come to a bridge i think we've already come to the bridge we're already there there's no more exits left but we can we're shooting off the the normal american bridge ah and about 25 feet down, there's another, there's another highway. This one is the highway to hell. This is the highway that our destination at the end of this one is we're the Nazis. I suggest we stop the car soon. Get off at the nearest exit and find your way back home. You can't get back on that old highway. You're going to have to find new ways. But get back you're going in the wrong direction we are fighting evil and i think i'm more optimistic believe it or not because i know who the enemy is now 
Oh, people could totally sense your optimism in that last uh, that last rant. <laughs> the last rant where we jumped off the highway to the Nazi land. They were yeah. like, oh, my gosh, how much optimism can I take in one morning? <laughs> Nothing since Christmas <laughs> like Nazis. Oh, OK. So um, their flag was red. <laughs> their flag was red. Yeah. And, and they were environmentalists. So red and green. There right. You know, right. Just like Christmas. So anyway, um, the the optimism comes from. I know how that battle ends. I don't know how the battle for America ends. I don't. I, I hope I know what I hope. I think we are down to saving it in remnants. I don't know if we have. I don't know if we're holding the winning hand politically. We are morally. And we are for the test of time might be 20 years, might be a thousand years. But the people who are standing against what's happening right now in America, you are on the right side. And historians will recognize that at some point. Don't know when. Um, but I will tell you that I believe we were all born for a reason. We're born at this time in this country with the skills that you have. You may say I have no skills. You do. Whatever it is. As long as you stand and are immovable, unless the spirit tells you to move, immovable on principles, you win. You're part of the winning team. We're not on the Eagles team. We, we are the Philadelphia Eagles when it comes to politically. We might have a good season. We're probably going to screw it up. <laughs> This is hurtful. They're 12 and 1, we should point out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this I is know. important I to know. know. Yeah, I know. How much confidence do you have? I have no confidence. Okay, see, there you they, go. I will they tell go. you. They might go to the Super Bowl and they might win. Right. I literally thought they were going to lose the Super Bowl every single second until right. the ball hit the ground on <laughs> yeah, the I last know, play. I know. Literally. I know. And that's the way I feel about our country. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like we might do it. We have a chance. We've made some really great plays lately. Mm-hmm. But until the clock says zero <laughs> and the score is in our favor, I ain't counting on anything. All right. Let me uh, let me continue here with you in just a second. First, let me take 60 seconds. I want to talk to you about preborn. Stu says this is the biggest story of the year. It is. There is nothing that will bring us more favor, more favor than standing up for children who are being uh, sexually confused, sexually abused. No doubt that anyone who is trying to save children will find favor with the Lord. Ending of slavery, sex slavery, ending of uh, uh, what's going on. Mental slavery that is happening now in our schools with what they're trying to jam down our children's throats sexually and also the fight for life, all life. Preborn is one aspect of this, and I have this is I love my clients. I love the people that I talk about because I use the products. I know the products. I know the people and I revel in their success. The people at Preborn came to me a year ago, maybe. I have no time. Could be 10 years. Could be yesterday. 
um, came to me and said, we have a very limited budget and we don't know how much we could possibly afford. And, uh, and they said, so we want your opinion. Do you think you're on? I said, I think my audience would support stopping abortion like madmen. And so they invested in the show and trusted me and trusted that you would respond. And you have. Do you know that this audience this year, it goes back to what we were talking about yesterday. We need to make this list. If we were Jimmy Stewart in It's a Wonderful Life, do you know how many things would be different today? Stu brought up all of the lives that were saved uh, from uh, uh, from Afghanistan. I bring up Operation OUR and the Nazarene Fund. Mm. Look at those lives. All of that wouldn't have happened because you wouldn't have existed. Your This audience wouldn't have existed. This audience in the last like eight or nine months have saved fo- verifiably. You can put a name on it. Forty five thousand children from abortion. Forty five thousand humans were born this year because of you. That is remarkable. Remarkable. That shows one person just doing their part can truly change the world. Now. It is Christmas time, and I want to speak directly to people who have lots of money. And I know that's very few. Bill, I'm talking to you. Jeremy, this is you. Whoever it is that has lots of money, $15,000 right now will be doubled. Will be doubled. In fact, if you just give 28 bucks, it will be doubled. But they are looking for more ultrasound machines. Because that's the key to turning these moms. If you've had an exceptional year, could I ask if you if you would tax deductible? There, there's never a better fifteen thousand dollars that you have spent than an ultrasound that will save babies' lives. Could you write a check? We're trying to get to we're trying to get to I think it's a million dollars by the end of the year, and I've only got two more days on the radio, so it's all going to be up to you. Um, preborn.com slash Glenn preborn.com slash Glenn go there or you can just uh, uh, hit pound 250 and say the keyword baby pound 250 keyword baby or preborn.com slash Glenn because of the world we live in now I am now required to say after this commercial this message has been sponsored by preborn 10 seconds station ID So what is it that you learned this year? Jeanette in Virginia. Stock up on supplies (laughs) to hold off on big purchases and to always question the media and always question the government's uh, decisions. Okay, so these are new to you. These are things that you were, I mean, they they may have been crossing your mind, but they were cemented this year or they were new to you? They were cemented. This year, I am, I am doing everything I can. I listen to you every day. Yeah. Thank you for that. 
it is um I, I think that's where i am too you know i knew these things were coming and i and i you know i knew that evil was a part of it but i i know it, you i'm immovable now thank you so much corinne in washington i have learned that i'm capable of more than I ever thought I was and handling more than I ever thought I could. And that in an area that I don't necessarily agree with the direction, I can put myself in the middle of it and be a positive light. I work at an elementary school. I don't necessarily agree with the direction that some of our state is going education wise, but I can be, I can't talk to the kids about Jesus but I can show him through my interactions with them. I can be positive. I can be happy. I can be a smile that they see every day. I have to tell you, I think the most effective Christians are not the ones who put on the happy face, but the ones that are truly at peace and weather storm after storm after storm. And eventually when you watch these people and they're so kind and gracious and the things that upset everybody else don't seem, for instance, people don't understand when you, when you mourn, but you're not hysterical at a funeral. Cause I know where they're going. I know this is, I, I know where they're going and I know I'm going to see them again. And so it's hard. It's really hard, but you don't lose hope. And I think those kind of people, which you kind of sound like Corinne, um, the people who just live it are the ones that people come up to eventually when they're in hard times and go, what is it that you have? What is it? What drug are you on? What is it that you have that makes you so kind and happy and gracious? So, Corinne, thank you so much for uh, calling in. I, I will tell you, one of the lessons I learned this year, too, was that I am more capable uh, than I thought. And and. In different ways. You know, I started painting three or four years ago. I mean, seriously, but working all the time. At three o'clock in the morning, I'd be up painting and practicing and, you know. Uh, and if you take it seriously and really put the time in, you can do it. This year, uh, Tanya and I are buying each other a piano because I want to learn to play. I've always wanted to learn, always regretted I didn't play an instrument, I didn't play the piano. So I'm going to learn. And because of what I learned by doing art, I know I can accomplish that. It just requires an awful lot of work, but it can happen. It can happen. Believe in yourself. You have so much more to offer than you realize. The Glenn Beck Program. Uh, LifeLock. It's easier to prevent your identity from being stolen than it is to deal with all of the problems once it has been stolen. However, if your identity has been stolen, and it will probably happen to all of us at some point in our life, um, you have to have somebody who is minimizing the damage because they've been on the lookout for it. Maybe it's slipped in through the gate some way or another. Um, but they also have experience helping you clean all of that stuff up and getting your identity back. This is LifeLock. This is what they do. Get your credibility back. Get your money back. But credibility is the, 
number one thing. And I believe the number one group of people that I would go to and I do go to is uh, LifeLock. 1-800-LIFELOCK. LifeLock.com. Go to 1-800-LIFELOCK. Call them or LifeLock.com. Make sure you use the promo code BECK and you'll save 25% off this protection plan. It's 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Promo code BECK. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn and use the promo code Glenn to save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck Program. As we come up to the end of the year, I wanted to spend some time because I've learned some really important things. Uh, and the probably the most important thing that I learned this year is that we are in a spiritual battle and all of the armory is already on the battlefield. And if you as somebody who is trying to be on the Lord's side, if you don't understand that, you are going to be uh, lost one way or another. You will be lost quickly. Um, and I've talked about, you know, there's going to come a time when if you don't have a connection to uh, the spirit, you're going to be lost. There's coming times where your life will be dependent on if you hear stop. Stop right now, turn around, or stop, be quiet. Stop, hang up the phone with that person right now. If you are not attuned to those things, you will be lost. And uh, that's the most, I've known it for a long time, but it is cement. Uh, my feet are in cement right now. Do nothing, do nothing. Uh, to interfere with that communication. So what is it that you learned this year? Petunia in Virginia, welcome to the Glenbeck program. Oh, hey, Glenn. Hey, Sue. <laughs> How's it going? Good. I'm uh, so happy to talk to you all today. Thank you. Um, listen, I was just um, just hanging out at my house, mm. and I just, um, I'm so glad to hear how many babies y'all have saved this year. Um, it just touches my heart so much. Um, I was telling your screen caller that I've got four sisters, and um, one of my younger sisters was faced with two times in her life when she got pregnant um, and was not married, and she was ecstatic. But when she went back and told the men that she was with, right. they were not. And um, she called and she said she was going to not have the child. So um, the first occasion, I I tried to intervene, but I, I wasn't successful. And then the second occasion, um, I actually went over to the man's. I'd never met him before. <laughs> and uh, knocked on his door, and he didn't know me from Adam, you know. And um, and I just sat down and talked to him, and he was real defensive at first. And yeah, um, when I, I, you know, so did they change their that, mind? They did not. They did not. Hmm. <laughs> they did not. And and she's 
she's fifty now. Yeah. She did have she she did have a son. Yeah. Um, she did have a son. She has a son. He's great. Um, but she feels kind of robbed, you know. Right. Well, um, Petunia, she, I am. I'm glad to hear from you. I'm sorry that it worked out that way, but um, you're right. This audience has done a lot this year, and we have made really good progress on this front. Derek, what did you learn this year, Alabama? Hi, Glenn. Uh, first of all, it's an honor to be talking to somebody who's in the uh, Radio Hall of Fame. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's hang up on this uh, call. No, no. No. <laughs> no I, uh, I was just, uh, you as, uh, talked about, you've talked more recently than you have in the past about, uh, it's not principalities and powers, wickedness in high places. And, uh, to me personally, you've talked about that more than you have in, you know, the past decade I've listened to you. But what I've learned is basically, besides voting, there's really nothing that I can do personally on a large scale. Uh, and that things are out of my control, but the scripture in the Bible says that uh, that He will pour out His Spirit uh, in the last days, and that uh, the love of many shall wax cold. Mm-hmm. So basically, what I've learned is, uh, and I, you know, grown up in church, been in church my whole life, uh, been um, preaching His Word since I was fifteen. But anyway, uh, I've learned that I need to depend on God more because of the things. I cannot see yeah. because if it was something I if it if it was something I could see, then that takes faith out of it because mm-hmm. faith is walking mm-hmm. uh, not by sight. Right. So, well, there is uh, anyway. Derek. I think you're right on track. Um, I have been speaking more about this. Um, you know, my staff knows that I have. I, I we have our own color coded system. You hear me talk about God? Eh, okay. You hear me talk about Jesus? Hmm, maybe a little trouble coming our way. You hear me talk about prayer and even pray on the air. Uh-oh. You heart you hear me start really quoting scripture and saying, uh, if this is spiritual and that's all there is, that's the time where we're at the end. And I've said that for what? 15 years, 20 years. As long as I can remember. Yeah. yeah. And uh so we've we are we are at I don't know. I don't remember. I'd be bad in the military because is it DEFCON 1 or DEFCON 5? I ask, think ask Kanye. He'll know. Kanye will know. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks, Derek. Uh, Gil, you're on the Glenn Beck program. Hello, Glenn. Hi. Um, what I learned this year, first, let me give you some background. I'm LDS. I've been a member of the church for a long time. Matter of fact, you and I met on several occasions. Okay. And... Um, a couple of years ago, the state of Pennsylvania passed something called the Defense of Child Act, and mm-hmm. what it required is for all the church members to get um, yep. an investigation so they could hold church yep. uh, positions that dealt with children. Right. And I stood up in my church that day, and I said, are we free men or not? And that's a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And now this past year, what I see is the church anxiously anxiously engaged in obe- obeying, you know, mass mandates, no singing, the virtual thing, everything mm. else. The Mormon church is having trouble getting it, its members it. back. Got it. And I want your reflections on this, because I think it's a really big deal. 
Okay, I think it's a really big deal too, Gil. Um, uh, but I don't speak for the church. I would never want to speak for the church. Um, and I don't. Um, I disagree with things like the Respect for Marriage Act. Uh, I disagreed with the uh, COVID uh, mandates. However, that's not my calling to speak for the church. My calling is to speak for me and my family and on broadcast. I speak to America about America. Uh, and those should never co-mingle. Uh, if they line up, great. If they don't, I'm not a robot to anybody, nor are you. Um, and this is something that our church preaches, and I think every church preaches. And if they don't, you should look for a church that does. But I think all Christian churches, most, understand personal revelation. You mu- And that's when I say the Spirit, personal revelation. You need to have a personal relationship with God and the Spirit and hear it and train yourself. That's a muscle to hear it and to obey it. I don't follow any church any man, anything, blindly. I don't even follow God blindly. I ask, will you verify this, that this is what I'm supposed to do? Sometimes he does. Sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes when I don't hear an answer, it's like, uh, kind of. I guess he's leaving it up to me because it's not going to change my life one way or another. That's the way I interpret it. But I ask, you may be at some point in the future, the only Christian you know. I'm talking to everyone who has ears to hear. You may be in the future, the only Christian you know that at least is truly holding on to the path. Not one of a a newfangled Uh, Christians that have rejected the Bible. I'm talking about the future. You're not going to find a church. You're not going to find a priest, a pastor, a rabbi. You may be the leader. You are always the leader of your life. That's why we have the Bill of Rights. Because your relationship is with God and you take your marching orders from him. I am a citizen of his kingdom first. I also hold a United States passport. But I will gladly give that passport up to not lose the passport to the kingdom. Back in a minute. I've been telling you about the uh, Tunnel to Towers Foundation for a while now, and honestly, they keep outdoing themselves. In Land of Lakes, Florida, thanks to a massive donation of acres and acres and acres of land, people just like you um, have given, and now they are building this community of 110 homes for their program recipients. This is amazing. Families of first responders, Gold Star families, the families of catastrophically injured first responders or service members. All of them can be healing together and growing up as children together. This is really, really a great organization. If you are looking for an organization that does good, 
and you are interested in helping our first responders and our military heal, I, I can't think of a better organization. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two T, dot org. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. I've, I've got to take line 10, please. Stephen in Ohio. Hello, Stephen. Uh, hello, Glenn. Uh, yeah, I learned not to challenge the universe to nothing can get worse than this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've learned that, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I generally don't wish ill on anybody, and I'm not. I'm yeah. not. But you guys had a short uh, news week once. I really wish for a very long-term version of that, just to see the events slow down. Oh, it's coming at us so hard. I know. I, I often know. think about like the times. I remember when we first started doing this show. There were times where we would struggle to figure out what what should we talk about. Like, there's nothing going on. Yeah, we'd that, have to come up with things. Yeah. that were you know futuristic or just or, yeah, yeah, like you know, topics about philosophical yeah, right. stuff and that is never a concern now no every time i talk about it, they're like oh well, there's hey guys, i guess you guys got a lot to talk about yeah we don't we want, want it less. <laughs> <laughs> there is you know today and this is why i i've made uh for the first time ever my personal show prep that i've got the best staff in the nation I truly believe that everyone on my staff is amazing. Thank you, Glenn. Except for Stu. Thank you for the reminder. And um, we all spend 24 hours looking at the news, doing research, et cetera, et cetera. And it all comes and I get about 60 stories a day. Today, I'm probably getting to maybe 15 of them. But I look at them and they are all extraordinarily important. That's why... We have made this for free. You just go to glenbeck.com and sign up for my free email newsletter. Um, and you'll get it every day, first thing in the morning, instead of, you know, going someplace. And you can just open this up and you can read all the stories that I and my team think are the most important stories that you really need to pay attention to. Uh, or start to the starting to come on the radar um, that you need to look at. Uh, and you can get that at glenbeck.com. How much time do we have here? Uh, let me go to Jake in Missouri. Hello, Jake. Hello, Glenn. Hi. Hi. I, I uh, really appreciate what you've been talking about today. Um, but I, one of the things that I think I've learned listening to your show especially um, is just how wokeism is, is just like it's just a new religion. Yeah, it um, is. And, and I mean, it's, it has all the attributes of a religion. It has all, including, and I, which I think is the most dangerous, is, you know, with the virtue signaling, is is that it, it looks like if you stand up for these things, um, then that kind of replaces having to have a, a, a faith as a background. Oh, yeah. You're doing good, quote unquote, for mm-hmm. the people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you can get away with anything. And if you are a heretic... If you don't believe everything that the Church of Wokeism believes, 
there's an inquisition coming your way. I mean, look at what's happening to uh, Elon Musk. Elon Musk is not somebody who is a conservative. Uh, Elon Musk, have you heard him on my show? No. He's not a conservative. He's not. He is a a lefty in so many ways, especially with environmentalism, which they all say is the most important thing. But he has gone against the church of wokeism. He believes something that they don't believe, even though a lot of the stuff they believe he believes. But there is an inquisition And I don't think they will rest until he is either dead or broke. You see what he did yesterday? He had to uh, stop the the guy who was posting. And now there's several people that were posting the location of his airplane and him at all times in real time. Mm -hmm. That happened to me one time in New York for about a week. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, I remember that. It, it was, was, a, it, was a, it was a website that then eventually got sued out of business. Yes, and they were posting my movements in real time, and I and my family were in lockdown. When I moved, we had like eight guys, and it was extraordinarily dangerous. And they're doing that to Elon Musk, and nobody says anything. Nobody says anything. He's saying that now people are stalking his children. Oh, it! Uh, these people will not rest because it is a church, and the Grand Inquisitor, whoever that is, has decided he must be excommunicated, and uh, he must uh, wear sackcloth or uh, die, be burned at the stake. The Glenn Beck Program.